Fam, we right are here. Black Kings, and thank you for tapping into another episode of In My Healings. I'm Cam, and at the virtual round table with me, I got my brother CJ, Rob, and Noble should be tapping in in the next 10 minutes. Now, before we dig a little bit deeper into tonight's episode, I want to give a shout out to our special guest, AK. AK, tell them what it is. What's up? What's going on? Blessings, blessings. Thank you for allowing me to come on to your show and be a part of this discussion. I really do appreciate it. And I'm going to get my input as much as, as best as possible. Thank you for, for blessing and bringing your presence on the show. It's greatly appreciated. So in the last episode, we kind of tiptoed into critical race theory. But tonight, we're going we're gonna to dive head in. Tonight, we're discussing many, many stereotypes of black men that have emerged from the ongoing historical traumas initiated by slavery. We're going to be discussing the historical and cultural factors that have influenced the construction of what is currently understood to be black masculinity and potential evolution and vision. Also, we'll be discussing common themes and misconceptions of black masculinity and effects that masculinity is having on our black youth. Now, I'm going to ask Noble when he get in about the question that he put into um, in the chat. But last week, he threw, he threw a question in the, in the chat, and he said, are black men natural born leaders? Now, AK, since you are a guest on the show, I'm going to let you go ahead and answer the question first. Are men natural born leaders? No. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate the runner. I knew he was going to give it to <laughs> and The reason why I say that is because you have to have an example to go by. Everybody don't have that example because a natural born leader could be a female, you know, provider that actually is the only one that's in the household, that's the head of the household, which I had that. And my mom, I have two older brothers, which they are natural born leaders of their household, but we didn't have a man to show them that. My mom showed me. We had examples on TV like Uncle Phil, but when it came to actual people in our life, no. It was basically my mom and just basically teaching them how to be a young man and growing into an adult and basically taking care of the household. So it's not, to me, it's not natural. It's something that you see an example of, a positive example. That's my take on it. Okay, uh, big ups to mom. Yo, tell my dudes we, we appreciate that. Oh, yeah, she, she did her thing. Trust me, she's great. <laughs> Go kill us, is what she told us. So, <laughs> for real, nah, I, I, was... I kind of agree with you that I don't, I don't think all men are natural born leaders. I think, uh, I think some men are able to, to, to step into Take that role, mm-hmm. but like you said. You have to lead by example, and there's not many examples of men leading out here nowadays. So, in, in certain aspects, I do definitely agree with, with what you said. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I got my opinion on that one. What's up? What you got? <laughs> I, I, I do agree with AK. Black men aren't natural born leaders. Like, because that's what we was talking about. Are all black men natural born leaders? No. And what the fuck would we be if we were just the natural born leaders? Like, we need black women to lead. And we, like she said, we've had black women to lead. My father was a natural born leader, but when he passed away, somebody had to take up that mantle. And it couldn't be me. I was all, what, 13 years old? 
So my, my mother had to figure something out. She had to leave the family. Like that's 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 idiotic. That's old patriarchy, gender norms, which those at this point don't really exist no more. Like it, those are relics, dinosaurs at this point. Mm-hmm. Like whatever works for your relationship works for you. You can have a relationship where your wife or your girlfriend, whoever, is the dominant person or leads. Because you need that, but you also need people who are able to follow and play their role too. So everybody's not going to be a natural born leader. And most natural born leaders, because I can safely say this, everybody that's on this podcast now is a natural born leader. Like I, I see y'all a lot. So I know, I know it. I know the traits. And typically natural born leaders, you, you don't want that responsibility initially. You, you like, oh shit. If I could throw this off to somebody else, I would. But you know, that's meant for you. You're meant to lead. And that can be man or woman, transgender or whatever. Natural, natural born leaders come in any form in any vessel. So saying black men are natural born leaders, no, no, no man. Period. Every man in the world is not a natural born leader. Like it's that's just not the case. And there's nothing wrong with that. But our community have you thinking that something is wrong with that? When a black man was leading the community, we were doing what? You still have fathers outside the home. No being for real, like you still have fathers outside the home with other families and women dealt with it because of that's they felt that's what they had to have and nobody else would be there. But even then these black women were leading the home in silence. So that's 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 BS. Not saying we aren't leaders. There's a lot of us that are leaders, but not all of us. That's that's idiotic to even think that. I'm getting off my soapbox now. <laughs> I know uh, me and Rob, um, we kind of talked about it today, and I kind of got um, his pers- his perspective and view. But I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna man, I'm gonna let Philly get on the mic, man. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna come with something real smooth and philosophical. <laughs> I already know what it is. Talk to us, my brother. What's up? What you got? Well, I mean. Are men natural born leaders? And I would like to say most of them are, but I won't negate. Here's a fact for you the most educated um, group is the African American woman. Um, she's the most educated amongst all races. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they have that drive, and um, I, I respect it, I love it. And it's resounding, right? Because, um, I mean, who's the the best influencer? The mother, the nurturer. So, I mean, you see more more of our young, beautiful black women, or just black women in general excel. That drives us. I want to say we have it in us, but um, we need just a little bit more motivation when it comes to it. But um, I would say, too, just, you know, the street adaptation, um, you know, we look at leaders as like uh, successful in the, you know, um, in the workplace and so forth. But uh, for those who are, you know, um, had their woes with the system, if you will, uh, maybe a little harder for them to find work. So I look at, you know, I would like to give props to, you know, 
the hustle is out there and, you know, who's getting it, you know, without, you know, uh, not every, you know, hustler out there on the street uh, runs with malice. You know, the intent is to, you know, feed their family. And, um, I mean, it takes a leader to do that, to know that, hey, I'm giving nothing and I'm making something until, you know, my situation improves. So um, I think we respond better when it comes to back on the wall um, because, you know, especially if, you know, kids involved, you know, because that little person, no matter, you know, um, what we think of ourselves, we're not just dad, we're not just mom, we're a superhero. Mm-hmm. So it's our, you know, ability to provide and to show them that. And, you know, so... I think, you know, from that angle, you know what I mean, you can, you know, we have it in our in our nature to do it, but I mean, given the fact, I mean, I'm gonna get that slight edge to the to the women. I mean, the most they're driven, they're determined. Um, you know what I mean. I feel like most of the women that I've, you know, uh, talked to in my life, they. Were out the house at 18. I'm talking about like living, had their own. Never looked back. Might have came back, but, but it was more or less a a, a pit stop. But that wasn't, you know, what. He, and they kept going, kept building, kept building. Um, and it, it's, I don't see a lot of stagnancy within. They always want more, um, and they do it. With a lot less, I mean, single parent house homes. I mean, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, given certain situations, we would use that as a crutch, but they use it and keep moving, you know, so they're definitely influential in that sense. But, uh, hey, I mean, I like that dynamic. I mean, together, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even going to discredit my situation, you know. My relation, a lady brought the best in me, you know what I mean? Uh, got me a business, um, you know, just keeps me hungry, keeps me grounded. Uh, I save a, a lot better than I did. I thought I was a good saver, but got this, you know, you know account. So, I mean, I, I respect it. I embrace it. And, I mean, yeah, that's my take on it. <clears throat> yes, sir. Now, now that I think about it, in order to be a leader, you have to somewhat be a great follower. That's what I pulled from from mm-hmm. what you, what you were saying, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here comes my take and my, and my honesty. I really felt like the position that I'm in right now, as far as um, just like mentally and spiritually, um. It took me a while to just really mature and, and to grow up and to understand what a true leader is and understanding of a man. I really feel, feel like in order for a man to be a great leader, he has to understand a lot. He has to um, take in a lot. You got to take in a lot of knowledge. Oh, who this is? Perfect timing, my brother. What's happening? Yes, sir. Yes. Now we gotta now we gotta rewind it. <laughs> so the question on the table is 
are men greatly. I do believe more of us should lead if we know we have that. (laughs) I do believe that. I believe uh, particularly uh, only a very few men are actually natural leaders. And the majority of us They're not great leaders? They're not starting off. Um, not coming out of the way, not, not capable yeah. of handling such significance when it question, comes to though, the we, power structure that be whatever we're great to. leaders or uh, are I think black uh, men natural it takes so which one it is does that? take yeah. a lot of so the question is are men courage charisma and nurturing to actually be a leader and what now, we've noticed do, is that I, I do if have you to say are this, even though most of us uh boastful about nurturing your 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 stock they become something of some significance women are more natural to lead in that manner but uh for the small few that actually pave the way and follow um in such in such charisma you know that 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 are willing to that are either our pride or put a significance of our ego aside to actually listen, appear, uphold, uh, any room for, for optional guidance. So it takes a lot to be a leader. Um, besides being one-minded, you have to have that uh, understand the path for one, and then you have to be willing to listen. Listening, listen to your circle in order to lead. And a lot of leaders just don't do that naturally. It was something you were saying, CJ, right before um right before we got signed. No, what I was saying was I feel I can't hear nothing, bro. This connection is terrible. Hold on, you got you got the you got the Wi-Fi on or it's off? Yeah, yeah thing is busted. What's going on? All right, you got you got three bars. Wherever you at right now is the spot you need to be at. Yeah, bar over here, boy. What's going on? Huh? Yeah, you got three bars. You got the Wi-Fi on, and you outside? Well, I'm inside now because I keep. And it better be the open bar, man. It was. But anyway, <laughs> since it ain't working out there, <laughs> Lord, I can't win in this mug, man. <laughs> can't win. Keep going find everywhere. A spot. We're going to find a sweet spot. That's that Governor DeSantis fucking it up. Hey, that's what it feel like. See, he's not that's natural. That's, that's, what happens, <laughs> that's what happens when people don't wear their masks. Start losing respect. <laughs> Shut up, man. Three G. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is terrible. I've never had this terrible connection before. It's crazy. But yeah, y'all must be in the middle of nowhere. That's what it feel like. Me and Destin. Destin, you would think it'd be good. <laughs> I have a terrible connection over here. <laughs> All right, now I say you got. You say you got. You say you got about three yeah, you bars. Yeah, good now. You good right yeah, there? Yeah, I'm in the lobby now. Yeah, yeah I keep moving lobby, stronger. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, 
Now what? You you might got to post up at the front desk. It might have to happen if I keep having these issues. <laughs> got that? <laughs> be like, excuse me, I need to get right here. You don't mind? I'll take over. So Nob in the intro, I was talking about. Um, you know, we we're going to pose that question. I was hoping that that question would lead to um, us discussing um, black masculinity. Oh, so. I want to start by discussing the common themes and the misconceptions of black masculinity. Mm. And I already, I already, I already know my brother CJ got a lot to say. No, I just, I just want to, I want to know what you mean by that. So the misconceptions, like right? The, the I know something. is the false. What you got, AK? <laughs> as far as being in touch with your emotions, mm. basically, as far as it's not masculine and you're supposed, you're not supposed to cry. You know what I'm saying? When you feel a certain way, express yourself. If you do, you know right, what I mean. Right. That's why I see a lot of young men, especially coming to the to the jail, talk about that. Another misconception, mm. um, for the viewers that don't know, another misconception is that uh, a lot of black men are uh, overly aggressive and violent. There's a lot. There's a lot to touch on, right? There's for them two right there. It's a lot to touch on. Yeah, as far as just to address AK, do do you honestly believe there's a reason for why black men are like that? I have I have my opinion and my experience as a black man to explain to you why some black men are like that. It don't justify it, but just like we expect. Black women to be a certain thing. Black women expect black men to be a certain thing. And being sensitive most of the time and being emotional and be and willing to cry ain't one of those things all the time. Not with every black woman. Like you show those things typically and it, you're, you're seen to be weak. Um, you're seen to not be a protector, be able to protect, provide because you're emotionally you're seen to just be overly sensitive. Now, that's not the truth, because I didn't have that example. I had the example of a father who led, but I also seen him cry, too. Like, he, we are two energies. We're masculine and we're feminine. You can try to reject that if you want. Anybody can reject that if they want to, but we are. So we have two sides to us. So we ha with that dichotomy, we have to show both sides. Both sides have to be nourished and allowed to flourish and show itself, but most black men believe we can't do that. Like, even if black women don't say something, your boy might say something out of his insecurity, but man, that's some soft ass, that's some sissy shit, they, they'll say something ignorant to you, just for crying. I know men in my family, I've seen them cry once, at a funeral and that was it. Like, they've, they usually only show one emotion, one or two emotions, which is either anger or happiness, because they believe that's all they allowed to show. It's bullshit. You said what's up? Did you think that 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 affect us mentally? Hell yeah, it affect us mentally because something that we want to naturally show, we have to hold in, or we feel we have to hold in. I say that we don't have to hold in, but we feel we have to keep inside, and we have to hold in because of how the world will view us. When you're able to be free, is when you're able to. Honestly, but like, I don't give a fuck how the world views me. I have to be me or I'm going to die. 
but most black men don't take that view. And you have to put on this mask and you have to put on this armor when you go out in the world and you have to be this person because you know there's a chance you might be taken advantage of, you, this might happen, you might be viewed this way. So you rarely show that side. How many black men do y'all know in like mass numbers like show the gambit of emotions of who they are at all times? You don't. And you should. Like, my wife hasn't seen every emotion she could see from me because I'm going to show that. I can't hide that. I'm going to end up going on a shooting rampage if I try to suppress all that. So, black, mas black masculinity is, is, is toxic. At least from the world's view of it, of what we should be is toxic. And that's something we should decide on our own. It's subjective or what we we deem masculinity to be, I guess, within the template of what we know a man to be, if that makes any sense. So what you're saying is we, we need to start by like, uh, switching the narrative? It needs to be okay for men to be men and be who you are. That We can't be a monolith of just a black man. Like, this is... This is the the template of a black man. You're tough, you're this, you're that, you walk like this, you talk like this. That can't be the case. You got four men on the podcast right now. All of us aren't the same. We don't walk the same, we don't talk the same, we don't dress the same, we don't look the same. But that does that like make any less one of us less of a man? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that yes, but that's just my opinion. Yes, sir. Yes, I do. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> is that a phone door? I think, uh, <laughs> huh? You got a phone door behind you? <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I don't know where I'm at right now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You can see him? All I see is blue. What, what, what you looking at? What you looking at? I see a part of an orb. No, this is blue behind him. Oh, this? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's on that? No, I'm on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good. Oh, All right. Tell him you're on a podcast. Tell him he could be another special guest. We finna ask him a question. Nah, he's a genitorial. No, we don't need that. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'll, just, I'll play. I'll play. Back to uh, black masculinity. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you, CJ, uh, with a lot of things. Um, black masculinity. Well, masculinity, we'll just say that, uh, is almost equivalent to, you know, violent behavior in a way, um, because of the fact that things are so bottled in and things are so, you know, not, uh, expressed rather than suppressed. So whenever, anytime you see, uh, any affliction of mo of any of emotions, um, the first thing you want to do is keep it in your head and then keeping it in your head leads to chaotic themes within, within yourself. So when you are trying to express yourself in a manner um, that doesn't seem too emotional or too outlandish, yeah, you may be thinking you're doing good, but when someone's physically looking at you, try to either argue or like, you know, 
discuss something that may be heavy on the heart and not fully express yourself uh, without crying or whatever it may be, there may be another sign of emotions there. There may be aggression, hostility, uh, pain, um, just any word of the vernacular of violent behavior. So it's like, what do you do from there on? Do I express myself more? Do I finally relinquish myself? No, I can't because most of the world is going to see me as being weak. So yeah, so I agree with that. But I also, we, we need to consider that we are men, but we are human first. So mm. when you realize that all humans cry, all humans are happy, all humans are angry, sad, frustrated with life, past life, history, all these things. So it's not safe for you as a human being to keep things internalized because it causes further problems internally, not, psych not only psychologically, but some people have literally passed away from a fucking heart attack <laughs> because they have been so emotionally despaired. So that's a problem. So when we talk about any form of the word masculinity, we need to also check our femininity, that type of energy. Um, we also just need to check, we just need to check our comprehension altogether. Like when it comes to our self emotions, like when do I know I'm gonna be upset? How do I handle being upset? When do, if this person upsets me or frustrates me or says something out of their way about me or to me, how do I objectively try to come up with a solution without losing my shit? <laughs> That's what you need to do versus thinking that, oh, he's just acting like a little girl. Nah, that's not what this is. You need to objectively think about your emotions. You need to practice those, those said emotions and put them, in, and put them up forefront because one day someone's going to actually try you and you have to test it out. That's just what it is. So remember that it's not only a man thing, it's a human thing because we all do this. Not just men. Women do this too. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, women get upset. Women hold in shit. <laughs> women do this shit too. So I ain't trying to hear that shit from nobody. <laughs> so, because women go through it. If a man, my mom said, if a man's going through it, women are going through it 10 times more. Mm -hmm. I mean, let I that play in your head. Let, but let yeah. that play in your head, though. Okay. Let it play in your head. Because just imagine a woman that has been beat, raped, scarred for the rest of her life, then tries to jump into a relationship and deals with those chaotic things that she probably haven't really dealt with. Mm -hmm. And then may have dealt with this new person, and then this person leaves. It's a lot of emotions that she hasn't unraveled. And then she jumps into, a, into another relationship where she thinks everything is fine, and everything is fine. But if he gets upset about something and can't express himself a certain way, guess what? Now she got to look at the emotional trauma, the triggers, and all these things that may have come into play, right? Just like Amanda. If he gets messed up in the past, guess what he's going to do? He's going to get triggered by some stupid shit. And it usually happens like that all the time. When there's some type of trauma that we don't know how to deal with, one or two things is going to happen. We're either going to put it away and let that shit stir, stir up and become violent later, are we going to express ourselves without rationally thinking about what a person said? 
So we have to consider that. Okay? So that's that's all I'm gonna say about that. Got a mouthful. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I don't think you finished. I don't think you should have stopped. Um to add on to that, <clears throat> that 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 bottling bottling in emotion. Um, I could tell the effect that it's having on our youth. Like yeah. they're out here doing outlandish stuff, man. Out here killing people for no apparent reason. Um just, just, yeah, just wilding, and all that comes from not being able to express themselves in a in a in a direct manner. And and I kind of think about um, kind of think about slavery, how mm. we were like can't even begin to to to, to describe the treatment, but pretty much humiliated and then you will have to come back to your family and you know of course they're gonna want to know what happened to you you got rape beat um you know your genitalia is cut off all just all kind of outlandish things right and it came from that you know what i'm saying like bottling that and and that that hurt and that anger and that that fear has ingrained and and like really just messed up a lot of men and i think that plays a lot with not being able to be effective leaders and that plays in with toxic toxic masculinity we're here beating women and just doing crazy shit, man. that's true that is very true i think uh like i said it has a lot to do with our history it has a lot to do with our instability when it comes to uh you know, protecting ourselves, but protecting others. Because as a leader, you have to be able to protect. And in order to do that, you have to come into terms with what has occurred and what's happening now. And if you can't do both, then you're all you're already failing at this point. You know, you might as well turn, you know, you know, well, throw on the white flag, get off the soapbox because you ain't a fit. You ain't fit for duty, bro. You just ain't. So if you can't accept the terms of what this comes along with, from past to present, where the baton has been passed on, and you need to move on. But as a toxic man, ego gets in the way, and then you become more of a shitty leader because you try to stay in that post. <laughs> like it's, it's retarded. So, but uh, you know, we just need to learn how to, if we want to be natural born leaders. Sometimes we we have to understand that. Being a born leader is not necessarily leading in all fronts. You know, you got to be good at what you're good at. A leader doesn't lead a whole army by itself. Sometimes there's uh, when I was in the army, and KK knows about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have you have a ranking system, right? Have a ranking system. I, I think what are you Air Force? Air Force. So we have squadrons. Yeah, same thing, pretty mm-hmm. much. So you went, you're not listening to the general. The general is pretty much bringing down the haymakers of, of rules and regulations and on top of that task at hand. Um, take it to your battalion. The battalion disperses out whatever action plans there are. Uh, the battalion takes it to the, to the, uh, the regiment. The regiment chain takes it to command. the platoon. Chain of command takes it to the platoons. And the platoons, uh, well, yeah, takes it to the platoons. And the platoons take it to their their squad leaders and whatnot and have you. 
there's all sorts of leaders in that in that and what I just said. So when you have the main bulk of the head leader bringing out all these action plans, and you have these leaders all set in place, everybody's moving in one accord because not everybody can be the general, but everybody can be the leader of one component of whatever action plan there is. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So we, we have to understand that not everybody's born to be the head leader, but people are born to be other leaders of sorts of things, of other things. Like some type you know of role. Yes, some type of leadership. So you, if, when you understand who you are, you know what you can do and what you're capable mm-hmm. of. And then once you establish that you're capable of doing this and you learn from the pre- predecessor that's ahead of you, then you come to understand that role, and then you can bump up to that to, to that major accord to being that leader, leader. But until then, you have to be in tune with yourself emotionally, logically. You have to be in tune with everything that deals with yourself, because there's going to be people that's going to try to knock you off the map. And as a leader, you got to realize that and understand that, and understand to represent what makes you who you are, and what will make your team who you are. And what would make your platoon, your battalion, whoever is in command, what they are. You have to understand that. If you don't, then you're going to fail. I'd like to hear AK's opinion on this. I feel the same way as Noble. That's how a household works with the male and the female. It's all about what role you're playing. The female normally take care of the finances when the man brings home. The money as far as when it comes to paying the bills and she's the one that's with the kids and when it comes to disciplining the man discipline the kids so it's always that old school way of thinking and that's basically how the world works when it comes to you wanting to have some type of structure in your household usually it's the man that sets that structure and the woman just carry out that you know that role when it comes to the kids now when they get out of line that's when dad come into place if dad's not there, that's when mom just take up the whole entire role. So it's like, like you said, it's all about their structure. And it might be the oldest child that's in the family that's leading if the dad's not there. So it's all about how you, you, you decide to basically take control of a situation. Even when it comes to the black household, it's the same. And that's, that's why I feel like natural, being naturally born to be that, that comes into play because of I have what six siblings, and it came into play for two two of us. It literally came into play for two of us. Like it wasn't like nobody asked us to do it. We just knew like okay, we have to step into this role. I'm the only only male, so some Nimi was like okay, you have to be able to. You may not financially at this age be able to do this for your family, but you can protect for your family. You can't be this for your family. You can't play this role for your family. My older sister kind of did the same thing. Financially, she was like, I can provide for the family. That kind of comes into play. It's Leaders understand when things have to be done. They don't wait till somebody asks them to do it. They just know it has to be done. And you're not going to wait around for somebody else to do it. You'll just step into that. You may even begrudgingly step into it, but you know it needs to be done. So I feel like in black households, that's when that happens. Because the older mm-hmm. sibling could be like, you know what? No, I'm good. I'm just going to let mama do her thing. And I'm just going to do me. But you got to, to put this in the pocket. Like, you know what? This needs to be done. 
And in some situations, like you're, situations like you're not even in a position to not be a leader. You have to be because of your household. It's, it depends on what environment you're in. Because some kids, it's, it's where you your mom is not even there the whole entire time because they have to work. So you have to be a natural born leader that way without even having a choice in the matter. And I see that a lot, especially the kids that come into the hospital that we work. So it's like you see that, like, okay, well, you, you have to be forced into having to know what to do, even if you don't know, you know? So, and that's just being male or female. So. I agree. I agree. I completely agree. I do wish as men we stepped up more. Like you just brought up the hospital. I see it even when we go to, at the hospital. The man, usually the man to sit to the back and the woman to do all the speaking up and the explaining and have the most information. And it's like, bruh, nigga, say something. You don't know nothing. You just gonna let her know everything and have to deal with everything and understand everything. Even though she's strong enough to do that and carry two, nigga, at least get one. Like, some type of the load. Like, I know oh, no. my wife's strong enough to carry, I know my wife is strong enough to carry everything, but that doesn't mean she has to. In that instance, I think women are more sociable. That's why they have more information. They take over situations, though. That's the other thing, too. They take over situations. Before you even get a chance to speak, she's already saying something. It's a wrap. I think that's subjective, though. That's subjective because uh, I, I know plenty of men who are sociable, too more sociable than women. Like, again, the only, only thing I'm an expert in is me. Like, all of us are experts in us. <laughs> and I'm the more sociable. I'm the, I'm the more sociable one out of me and my wife. Like if we go somewhere, she block. I, oh, I know that. I know that. Exactly. <laughs> I know that. Go over there. all, man. But you know, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be the one to step up and say something. I'm gonna be the one to talk. So that, that that's 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 dependent. Like yes. <laughs> Like, I'd rather stay at home and not say anything. Yeah. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Doing all right. Hey, y'all. Doing the podcast. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> uh, no. Don't be nervous. Go ahead, Claire. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I wanted to. I wanted to. There's a lot going on in this lobby. I just want to let y'all know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. That's probably why um, I said that. <laughs> OK kind of brought up the dynamic of the, of the household and how, like, the roles are changing. It's not oh, really, yeah. um, it's not really as traditional as it was. Um, so now that we're speaking about leadership in the household, should everything in the household be equally yoked? Should it be 50-50? Did I just open up something? Did I just open up Pandora's box? You might not have. You might not have, but <laughs> to me, it should be a hundred hundred. I'm gonna start with A3. Should it be should it be equally yoked? Should it be fifty? Should it be 
it just depends on what y'all have as far as establishing. I'm only because there's some people in the household <laughs> nowadays. You got men that that don't work. I know oh. some men that don't work, and their wife actually carry that load, oh. but they're okay with that. So it just depends oh. on what's your. Okay Where's she at? Where's she at? I love her. I love her. I love her already. It's a lot of military women like that. Like a lot of military females like that. Like my brother situation where he wasn't working, but his wife put him into a position where she didn't want him working because she didn't want her kids in daycare. So she was like, I'd rather work. I'd rather you be with the kids because you know a lot of stuff that goes on with kids nowadays in daycares and the fact that you leave your kids and she was okay with it. So and he he's working now, but during that time while they were when she was deployed and stuff, no, he was at Did home. Did he enjoy himself home. as a stay-at-home dad? He was okay because he didn't want his kids in there as well. So it's like mm-hmm. they, like I said, they had an understanding. Everybody's different. So to is me, it's just about relationship. Is it huh? acceptable? Is that enough for me not to get cheated on? Can I have the whole <laughs> house is cleaned up? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you heard what I'm saying. <laughs> You heard what I said. Is it enough? Let me hit it. I'll run your and I have your food ready. Is that enough to keep and peak your interest in the relationship, the marriage, the whatever? That'd be. (laughs) It depends on who you're dealing with. Everybody's different. Don't faith Evans me. Don't don't faith me, though. You know what I'm saying? Don't faith me. Uh, that's no, funny. Really <laughs> and they'll basically put you in that, that role of basically needing them and then cheat on you and treat you like shit. Oh, yeah. oh man. That that's, not that kind of, that's not a leader. That's not that is not a leader. So, so they so can actually like, control you. The biggest question well the biggest question I've ever heard, and it, it just you're forever gonna get a different answer, but we got a lot of females nowadays that believe that men should pay absolutely 100% of the bills. And as long as she keeps the house clean, you know, um, hey, fine. I'm outstanding, sir. Good. Hey. All right. Yeah, What's that? Hey, yes, sir. I'm always he outstanding, is sir. He's drunk. <laughs> Have a go with that. He's drunk. Drink well. Drink well. Right, what was you saying, Cam? No, don't encourage <laughs> No, I'm yeah, saying, what yeah, the dynamic is that men should pay all the bills and, and women's, women are supposed to, you know what I'm saying, provide for the house as far as, you know, grocery shopping to make sure the house is clean. What's your with, opinion? With that, with, with that it's, again, it goes back to what you decide. And mm-hmm. if you want, when you pick those roles, you have to live those roles and you have to stay within those roles, meaning, like, my first marriage, I literally paid everything, 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 all I, and my thing was with her, we had the conversation was, okay, if I'm paying every single bill, every single utility, everything, the house needs to be clean. Like if I handle my end, handle your end. If we, if we, I look at it like a company. If I'm CFO, I need you to be CEO. Like if I'm handling the finances, Handle the day to day of our company, and when you're not handling handling the day of the comp the day to day of the company, then we have issue. Then it's a problem. It's like okay, I'm not like it's, no role is 
greater than the other because the household needs to be taken care of. I can make all the money in the world, but if I come home and there's a hole in the wall, there's no food in the refrigerator, things like that, those things are important too. So it depends on who decides to play those roles. And you have some men, like AK was saying, her brother at one point was taking care of the household. That's that's not an easy task, man. Like, women tell you all the time, and until you actually do that shit yourself, I bet you my nephews one time, and I was like, and having to feed them, clean up the house, and do all that shit, and I was like, y'all can take these niggas back. I'd rather be at work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he get he getting started. You remember last episode? Good God, yes he did. <laughs> I rather tussle with I rather tussle with ten thirteens than deal with this man. There so you there you go. Uh -oh, there you no, go. I, I hope he don't. Have, I hope he don't have family I, watching. I got scratched in the eye. I got scratched under the eye today. I, I uh -huh. disagree. I disagree. But my family do watch, so you know they gonna tell. They gonna tell my family. Holy shit! <laughs> What's wrong with this man? <laughs> I don't know. No, but I, I, love, I love my family, and I bring that up to say this: like that role is important too. So when a man steps into that role, it doesn't diminish it and say. He's doing less because we don't say that when a woman's in that role, when a woman's a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. So why should it be an issue when you have a stay-at-home father who's, the house is clean anytime she comes home, food is cooked, clothes are clean, like the house is in tip-top shape. He's he's holding his end and she's holding her end. But that's whoever, in that couple, marriage or whatever, Whoever decide when y'all decide to do that, leading them roles. That's all. That's my only thing. Once you decide what your role is going to be or what your roles are, however y'all frame it, see it through. Okay. See that shit through. Okay, can a man be a stay-at-home dad, still be masculine, mm. still be the leader of the house? Good question. Oh, she got to think of that one. <laughs> I'm looking at it as far as how women are and how they'll try to down talk and downplay it. Mm -hmm. So, Ugh. but every female is different. That's what I'm saying. You can't really go off of all of them because mm -hmm. some of them just have that that catty mindset. So. It just, like I said, it depends on how strong your relationship is and where you were oh. to be in the stay-at-home right. stay stay jobs. So, a lot of that is the factor, too. So, you really can't say. I, I, to me, you can still be the man in your house and and be a stay-at-home dad. Like imagine you thing, if, you, if you really about what you say you are, if you put your foot down, regardless of what your role is, if you put right. your foot down and people respect you, then it don't matter if you have a job or not. That's how I look at it. That's facts. Mm. That's facts. But it's just about who you are. Like everybody's, like I say, every man is different. Some man might go in the closet and cry. I don't know. 
but everybody gets them. How you know? I'm talking to another man. Oh, really? I'm talking to somebody else. Like, you know, I give them what they ask for. But, like I said, everybody's different. But, like I said, it's a lot of people that I probably stay at home dads now because of the pandemic. Everybody don't have jobs now. And some people probably flip the situation and become their business owner. Like, everybody's different. Mm. I'm like, if you can sleep on somebody who's a, a, you know, a stay-at-home dad right now, and you can flip that in six months and become a business owner. So it's like, it's all about how you're going to sit by the person you're with. Sometimes you got to carry that, you know, that load. The female might have to carry that load, rather. It just goes back to how strong your relationship is. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> get this ain't a good. This this oh, is not a good spot. This is not a good spot. No, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, listen, it's not every day we meet Mike Coulter, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what's your opinion on that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think that um, obviously it, it sounds like uh, it goes back to kind of like identity crisis, you know, um, mm. and how the rocks say, know your role, you know. Um, you, people have to be, you know, firm in what they are. Like a prime example, um, say I want to be the leader of the household. But my lady uh, in my past relationship, she made more than me. Um, but, you know, you have expectations. All right? And let's just say my salary uh, was enough to maintain the bills in the household. But her salary was enough to, um, let's say, do the shopping and save and stuff like that. But with the expectation that I'm not going to be where I'm at, um, you know, at this standstill throughout our tenure of a relationship. But um, but right down, I think, uh, I, I don't know where I'm pulling this from, but I think this should be more uh, of an occurrence, a vision board. You're never too old to have a vision board. You're never too old to write stuff down. Uh, you gotta, you know, words have power and followed by action. So, you know, because nobody should want stagnancy, especially in relationship, because I feel like that significant other, a lot of times, you know, a good one wants you for you, you know, and not what you can do for them. So um, I think together, if you uplift each other, and it's kind of like, you know, no one left behind type movement to where y'all like this, you know, maybe she see you down, then y'all like this, and then y'all steadily climbing up. You know, that's where you need to be. And um, that's what I think it needs to be understanding. But but I think uh, that significant other will respect that, that person's stance. I'm firm in where I'm at. Here's what I said from year to date. Here's where I am. You know what I mean? Here's what we accomplished. Here's how much we saved. And you, you showed me that that leader you stood your ground you were firm and you convinced me so 
and we we you know um a movement now so i, I think that has to be you know solidified um because i think that's when you know a little depression comes into that significant other other who can't stand um or fulfill their role they'll feel less of and then then you can be seen as weak and no one really liked the weak um, counterpart. And then that's where um, it opens the floor for a lot of, um, uh, you know, just it leaves you open for a lot of uh, vulnerabilities. So I think if you firm where you at and understand, but have an action plan behind it, that, that's the keys to success. How you feel about that, Cam? Just vigorously shaking my head right now. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Um, I think that <clears throat> we need to get away from past tra traditions of how things should be and go based off of what we believe it should be. Um, I do, I definitely think that the, the dynamic, or not even the dynamic, I think um, the definition of masculinity, femininity, just, you know what I'm saying? It should be discarded. You got so many, um, you got so many ways to classify people and we're not living in traditional times. Every dynamic is different. Um, and I know we want to, we want to put stuff in a box and we want to put labels on it, but you really can't do that anymore. I think that's why I got a lot of people really fucked up. Because you're looking at other people's dynamic, you're not really paying attention to yours. Mm. So instead of you living your true life and living, you know what I'm saying, your your true passion and your true, you just basically your truth. You're caught up on past and you're caught up on somebody else's idea of what things should be. And I think we get caught up on expectations instead of, you know what I'm saying? Just sitting down with our significant other or just sitting down with ourselves and just being real with ourselves. We we mm -hmm. we we're looking at everybody else. So that's how I feel. And that's how that's I feel. a good question. It is. I piggyback on what you're saying on that. When you are being your true self, I've noticed that when you're being your true self, you unconsciously are leading and don't even realize it. People around you will see you being who you are, and it'll give them license almost to be themselves because they're like, damn, damn, AK over there, AK don't give a fuck. Like, she gonna be her. And she then, don't. And then people around her, <laughs> and people around her see that, people around her seeing that and be like, damn, if AK got enough courage and confidence to be who she is, I can too. That's a form of leading, just by being yourself. But like you said, a lot of people aren't being themselves. Yeah. And they going, they're going into relationships not being them complete, their complete selves. And that eventually comes out. It either corrodes the relationship or eventually it comes out within the relationship and then it has to be addressed. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. funny. So think about this, right? We keep talking about critical race theory and they don't want to teach it in schools. Um, here in, in Georgia. Um, 
So look at it from this dynamic, right? So CJ, when I first met you, you were totally um, just a different person that I've never experienced. So I saw you living your truth. You had your gauges in. You didn't care what nobody say. AK, you don't give a fuck what nobody say. Noble, you damn sure don't give a fuck what nobody say. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, you be in your own zone and you don't care what nobody say. Like just being around y'all and knowing y'all and y'all be living in y'all truth. Like y'all don't even y'all don't even know, you know what I'm saying, how other people view y'all. It's crazy how we put we, we view ourselves and you know what I'm saying, we worry about our our um you know, how other people perceive us. But it's funny that you know what I'm saying, you can inspire somebody else and don't even know it. Noble, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Very inspirational. Um, just your grind, the way you think. Um, the way you live your truth, your neo soul, the music you listen to, man, you just you got a dope soul, my brother, and you you really don't care what nobody nobody say. CJ, you're very different, but in the same time, I'm, I'm, no, not no, not like that, not like that, not like that. I say I say you're different in a sense because you're not the norm, and I say that because black people will look at you and be like, you're weird. You see what I'm saying? Well, I am weird, but I get it today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 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 I, I I one up it. I'm I'm weird too, but so you know how people like they 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 see they perceive people differently, right? And they put labels on them. I'm sure when you got yeah. when you got to where you were, people put labels on you. There's so many yeah, there's so, there's so many occurrences. Um, like we have a lot in common, and you don't even know it. I mean, well, you do know it because we have conversations all the time. But you're the dopest person I know. You like you just don't care. You know what I'm saying? Stylish. You know what I'm saying? You handle yourself well. You you, you don't care. Your music choices are, are dope. AK, you, you just sometimes, don't. sometimes. He, oh, he, we not. He just like Earth Wind and Fire. That's another podcast. AK, AK got to come back for that one. We got to oh, yeah, talk about that. <laughs> I got a bone paper hole now, but she she already know. <laughs> yeah, but the like, so it's crazy how other races put perceptions on on black people, but it's crazy how black people put perceptions on themselves. So instead of us mm. building one another, um, we're living out what people perceive us. So black masculinity, you know what I'm saying? We black men are seen as as being aggressive and violent. And and um un un um educated, and when you when you start overthinking and and you you don't show your emotional side and you don't get in tune with yourself, that's when you start living out these perceptions that other people have on you, and it's crazy. A lot that a lot of people don't like, you know what I'm saying sit down and really think about that. But when you get away from that norm and you start living in your truth, like it just changes. Like your your perception changes. So. Somebody else might not see it, but you see it for yourself. I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I finish. And I think that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think that. All right. I think that y'all are absolutely right. That plays into the tie everything in. In order to be a leader in general, man, and Noble said it earlier in, in, in detail, you have to know who you are. 
you have to know who you are. And I can ask the question, do you feel, do y'all feel like most black men truly know who they are outside of what society tells them they are? Mm. Like strip away titles and materialistic things, do they know who they are? Do we know who we are? And if you do, then you can, from that point, you can lead or you, you can follow, learn to lead, and then you can live your life. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't know who they are. Yeah. And that'll be a lifelong journey, but in order to grow, you got to take small steps. That's, that's very important. So I think, so the tie-in, the tie um to tie in where the misconceptions came from and just the stuff that we dealt dealt with um, or our ancestors dealt with back in the day, especially with slavery, you got to know that too. You see what I'm saying? You got to go back and, and do your research in order to know who you are. You got to know where you came from. I think that's very important too. Um, I was reading a book and it's crazy because they said um, – you know, back then they had Martin Luther King, you had Marcus Garvey, you had all these in, influ you had um John Lewis, you had all these influential leaders. But now that we have social media and everybody has opinions, like I wanted to ask each and every one of y'all, who are our leaders now? Are we in the, are we supposed to be individual leaders of ourselves? Or is there somebody supposed to step in and we you know, follow? I think the time of a civil rights leader, one central leader, because of social media, is gone. Because of prime example, Martin Luther King had his flaws, right? David Abernathy, all these civil rights leaders had their flaws. It's been documented. But during that time, they didn't let their flaws or any any of those leaders' flaws stop them from supporting those people and allowing the movement to push forward. Like he he had his infidelity, but they still lifted up Martin and back Martin. Malcolm was a criminal. They didn't allow his past to dictate his future, how they viewed him. Problem now is in our society, we, we got social media and once you make a mistake, that's it. You have character culture. That's, that's like that's it. So once our leader, our quote unquote leaders make a mistake, that's it for them. They're done. They're canceled. Again, that's just my belief, but they're canceled. So you can't just have one central leader anymore. Like you, it's, it's not possible. Like all of us aren't just going to follow one person, but you can have leaders in other communities. Um, I know in Japanese culture, they used to have, um, I want to say daimos, um, I might be saying it wrong, but they have different warlords over different parts of that parts of Japan at one point. But they all, of course, answered to the emperor, but they had different warlords in different territories who led. In our community, and I feel like you have to have in your community, you have to be that leader in your in your community if that's the role you're meant to play. So we we're the times of just. Oh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Mega Everest, those times are going. You have to have, you have to be leaders in your household, leaders in your community. And we all are, and all understand that we're chasing 
the same goal or we're all going to the same destination we just might have different ways of getting there too so no, no there is the time for centralized leaders is done and that's just my opinion i'll say this i'll, I'll say this i don't know if this is like entirely one subject i mean i'm sure it is but uh when it comes to you know i hear i hear what everybody's saying and pretty much you know I recognize that, you know, leaders are not all, even though they're not all naturally born, it's, you can also invest in leadership. You can also invest in yourself to be a leader. Uh, a lot of people have uh, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. We've talked about these people. Even though they they have great charisma and great poise, it took them time to get where they were. They were invested. So when you're invested, experience comes along with the with the path so when you learn from your experiences your your goods and your 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 bads and your uglies uh you realize that you have to have determinant factors that will keep you in a good position to be either stronger or headstrong uh and be able to voice an opinion or voice your uh your stride without any without any pushback um They've had a lot. Martin Luther King, we can talk about him or we talk about him right now. They've all did some negative shit, but you know, you really won't recognize that, just like Clarence said, uh, you really won't recognize that because back then people didn't really fall too short on bad behavior because it wasn't always bad behavior. So the little bad that they did did not outweigh the good. And so now today, when you get on social media, stuff like that it definitely projects more because people are more entertained with arguments than they are with applause so it makes more sense now to to to, to recognize um no leaders because of the fact that you know people are just so voiced on pitfalls than anything else so but if you are said leader and you invest in that position and you recognize those negative behaviors that may come with it then and you know how to push forward and move past all that there will be people that will follow there will be people that will listen and adhere to it so you just have to be strong at it as long as you're not doing wrong that's pretty much it yeah. Yo, you said something very important the word invest and i was kind of thinking um like, how do we change the misconceptions and the narrative that, you know what I'm saying, black men aren't good leaders and we are violent and everything else? And you pretty much answer that question with the word invest. So in order for us to move forward, we need to not only invest in ourselves, but invest in, in the kids, right? Because like I said mm -hmm. earlier, we starting to see a lot of a lot of issues with the youth. Um, we just had a prominent, um, I wouldn't, you could say black leader in a sense, uh, young Dolph died by the hands of you. Um, mm. We're having all this crime and just senseless murders and just all kind of stuff from the youth. And you pretty much answered that question with invest, you know what I'm saying? It's time that we, we really invest in our culture and in ourselves in order to move forward. I really like that you said that.
that I agree with what everybody's saying from from the uh, masculinity being toxic, from poor behavior, from structure of households, from from all sorts of things that were con were conversed. Um, and also, it just also it just all leaks into just how do you uphold yourself. Um, and one word that definitely comes to mind is accountability. Uh, to be accountable is to be a good leader. Um, uh, another word is uh, self-respect. Um, you have to have respect for yourself and others. Uh, you know, it comes with the territory. If you want to raise your kids to be great, um, you have to, first of all, respect yourself in order to pass on lineage that's respectfully so to become such leader. Um, the final word that I recognize is that when we're all talking and we're investing and speaking about leadership and how we're not or are natural born leaders is humility. Um, a lot of us don't have that. Mm. You humble yourself accordingly, you know, to whatever task is at hand. Um, because you just never know what could occur with that task. Uh, a lot of people, when they try to meet the challenge, sometimes the challenge takes them and they go into a hissy fit or they go into this, 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 this episode where it's not fit for a leader. So we have to understand ourselves in many different forms because we all are different. Um, we all respond to things differently. We all do things differently. We all don't eat the same way. So we have to be able to understand those circumstances and we have to just simply just once again move accordingly that's it i know i'm jumping all over the place but i had an another question i just thought about it how do we dismantle the stereotypes that are surrounded by um black masculinity dismantle yeah how do we dismantle? that's a separate thing we're not separate yeah that we have to, that's personal accountability at that point. You mm -hmm. as a black, you, you can only control what you do as as a man. Like, right. I, can only, I can only control how I respond to situations, how I move about, how I live my life. And, and if that's, and by me walking about in that way, living my life that way, if that's changing the, the gender norm or the norm of what masculinity is deemed to be, I'm going to start with myself and other black men. We're going to start with each other within ourselves to dismantle what the stereotype is of always violent. We're always this. We're always that. You can just prove people wrong just by being you. If that's not who you innately are, it'll come out. People will see that. And if right. They have to see other black men that are like that, then they'll be like, oh, all black men aren't uber aggressive or angry all the time or this or that. And that's the only way you can do that. Representation matters. And, and if you're in a position to where there's a lot of eyes on you, you, you have to make sure that shows as a black right. man. Like, that's why you have like these athletes and rappers and things like that who, who are who are given a role of leaders because of, more eyes are on them than the rest of us the day-to-day. -day. So they have to be cognitive of how they speak, 
how they present themselves because there's somebody younger than them and there's some people that age or even older looking at them and taking their cue from them. Like you had kids who were looking at young Dolph, young black kids looking at young Dolph and being like, oh, this is how Dolph acts. So I think that's cool. So this is how I'm going to act. He, right. he asked about how he presented himself because if he had went around just talking about, which he did in his music, but if he had just like, I'm still living that, that drug dealing life, this type of life, that type of life, he follow that trend. Right. But if you present yourself truthfully and honestly as this is who I am as a man, like Young Dolph, if I'm not mistaken, was married, had a wife and kids. Yeah. He did. But media ain't say yeah. that. Like, you see that and they're like, okay, so you can't, it's, it's cool to get married. It's cool to take care of your kids. It's cool to be this. It's cool to be that. He just led by example. There's no telling how many other young black men seen that and was like, okay, the Dolph is doing this, that is achievable for me. And it seems cool. So, let me try it. so we can only individually do our part in order to turn that down. Yeah. yeah that Get that white woman, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, so wow. frustrated. That man, that man, too, that man, too, for two man. <laughs> you going in, man. <laughs> no, I totally, oh, I totally agree. The way that we were portrayed in media. Hold on, hold on one second. I just want to let y'all know I ain't trying to disrespect nobody. You know what I'm saying? I know we got this podcast going on. I know there's a lot of interruptions. I do apologize sincerely. My brother, you okay? We still gonna make it pop. Look, the audience gonna understand. We still gonna push it out. They still gonna listen to it, and they gonna hear Clarence talk about that white woman need to get out there. Oh, he's a kid. He's a kid. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Hey, no, sir. Hey, Clarence. Hey, Clarence. I don't feel I said, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad because the week after next when we record, I'm gonna be getting, I'm gonna be packing, getting ready to go to Jamaica. Hey, oh man! Right? So I understood, man, but I appreciate that. Blink, blink twice if you need help. It's a sucking place. Look, man. Go ahead. What was you saying? I was, I was, look, I was about to wrap up the show. I was about to wrap it up. <laughs> I'm done. CJ, I do agree with that. As an individual, you, you, as an individual, you have to realize. Uh, all right, you have a good one. As an individual, you have to realize that uh, everything starts with you. And once it, once you have yourself together, you know, usually energy flows, you know, people will gravitate. This was, this was spoken earlier. So if you have yourself together, you're going to have people that wants to gravitate towards that, that wants to either get themselves together or are already well put together. One or the other. So individuality is number one for a lot of reasons. And it's very important to always have, uh, uh, have that 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 that's that strong foundation because you just don't know who's looking and who's watching. So so I do agree with what CJ was saying. It was, it's 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 very imperative. Image is everything, believe it or not. 
ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of In My Healings. Yo, AK, thank you for, for blessing the show. Please let them know where they can find you. Oh, they definitely can find me at AK Dynasty Fam Bam on YouTube as right, well as right. on Instagram. Yo, please reach out. Please follow, subscribe, like, hit that that bell button. And as far as Black Kings, all the links are going to be in the bio. You can catch, catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or er, well. Yo, Kings, appreciate you for your time. We out. Peace.